It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. This week on B movie breakdown, we watch a movie that is straight class. Hold the gay. <laughs> the movie I speak of is Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury. This is B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 57. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. This is a weekly podcast where we find the humor, enjoyment, and low-budget lesser-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. Like the macho madness. <laughs> Snap into it. If only Macho Man had starred in a movie. Like, you know, like Hulk Hogan had that, like, had, like, kind of a film career in the 90s. Oh, if man. only we got, like, even Roddy Piper was in a couple movies. But Hulk Hogan kind of took over that market and left poor Macho Man in the dust. What was the but weird dad movie, like, he was in? Mr. Nanny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I loved every Hulk Hogan movie oh. when I was younger. <laughs> Mr. Nanny. I remember yeah. it. I Suburban remember. Commando. Christopher Lloyd was in Suburban Commando. Oh my god. And at the end, The Undertaker. He plays one of the bad guys going after Hulk Hogan. Of course he does. And when he talks, he has a little kid's voice. I only ever watched him. <laughs> He's like, you're a dead man, Whamsy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a little kid's voice. Oh my it's god. It's hilarious. Is it dubbed? Or is it yeah, it's dubbed. No, it's dubbed. But it's just coming out of The Undertaker. is hilarious. Uh, yeah, Hulk Hogan had some... I think they're, they're... I wonder if there's some on Netflix. I'd like to... Revisit some of those. I know there's one called Ultimate Weapon that I used to like, and uh, Assault on Devil's Island. Wow. Yeah. Wait, no, that was Three Ninjas. Never mind. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's not even he. Ba- he's barely in that yeah. movie. He's on the uh, cover though. Another yeah, right? another yes. one. I actually have the VHS tape of it. Uh, it's the first two episodes of the show, but they put it into a movie. It's Thunder in Paradise. It's a TV show he was on for like a couple seasons, and it was about they drove this boat around, and it was called Thunder, and where they lived was paradise, and it was Thunder in Paradise, what and they year? drove this black boat, and it was like him and his buddy, and like wrestlers guest starred on it, and they like fought bad guys. It's not always paradise. Must have been yeah. awesome to be yeah. a wrestler in the late eighties, early nineties. Oh yeah, you get to be in well, wrestlers oh, in movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're making more money now. Yeah, they're making more <laughs> money now, and they're in movies now still. Kind yeah, of ish. John uh, Cena's in every fucking middle video. Yeah, he was in a couple movies, and I think they're like, hey, you yeah, know, we're done with that. My wife is dead. We want cat. the rock. They're they're uh, they're done with uh, putting their wrestlers as the faces of movies. With uh, they had that Halle Berry one come out. That was them. Wait the call. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, I remember thinking that was so strange because they oh, had the yeah, trailer in the network. theater, and it just said. WWE films. Yeah. What the fuck? I think like I think they still throw a wrestler in there just like it's like a tiny role or something. Like David Otunga was like in it or some shit. The last one they had come out with an actual wrestler as a star was uh, directed DVD the the Marine Three Homefront with, yes. with the Miz. I can see it was the on, uh, cover of it right now. It was on IFC the other day. I was watching a little bit of it. I was like, you know what? This isn't so bad. But then the Miz comes on the screen and I'm just like. One, I already hate that guy. I just I can't stand him. And um So like he he's already a bad actor and then he, I hate him. So it's like uh, well, like I'm really rooting for the bad guys to kill him because his, I can't stand him. His bread's buttered in reality TV after all. He's on the real world. So. Yeah. But now he's a whole lot of nothing. I know. He he was WWE champion at one I point. I remember watching now he's, it. Now he's um now he's kind of lately in the past few months has been playing um punching bag oh like he used to do like a Miz TV segment where you had people come out and every so often lately anytime they've done it it's like over within two seconds and somebody just comes out and beats the shit out of them shot it down yeah <laughs> even the other nights they were um the Randy Orton who was uh and actually in the 12 rounds sequel the 12 rounds was a John Cena movie oh shit he came out cause he's the champion and he told the Miz that he is no longer relevant worthless and nobody cares about him wow and I kinda felt like you're sharing the thoughts of everybody. I remember when he was, like, testing that character on Real World when he was first on it. Cause he's, like, 19. And he would do, like, all the Miz voices and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is not going to happen for you. 
And then it did. Yeah, he but was I guess on. It still he was sucks, on. He was, he was on Tough Enough, and then he didn't win. But then he, somehow he got a contract, and his character is obnoxious and stupid, and he's I'm the Miz and I'm awesome. I have no idea who he man. is, but he does. Sound he's obnoxious. a douchebag and he sucks. He's a, he's not a good wrestler. He's well, I mean, no Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, back to the movie. Was, uh, <laughs> got the off. real world. We got way off topic. <laughs> off topic. We need to do a whole episode just so we can talk about a couple wrestling movies, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Some Mr. Nanny. But anyways, uh, you can reach us on our website, bnbpodcast.com. On Stitcher, we're available on there. On iTunes, check it out, re-rate, review. Uh, our email, bnbpodcast.gmail.com. Twitter, at bnbpodcast. And on Facebook, check that shit out. Now we're going to get to the movie, Pool Boy, Drowning Out the Fury. Previously, we've, uh, on this podcast, I think it was episode number 13 or something like that. I l- linked it in uh, the episode with Body Bags. It's, uh, we did FDR American Badass by Ross Patterson. He's a independent filmmaker, and he makes really ridiculous movies, and this is one of them. It's, Pool Boy is a movie within a movie within a movie. The sequel yeah, to weird. a movie. It's, you're watching a sequel to a movie that never was seen, but you're also watching the making of that movie, but then you're also watching little vignettes of... Like behind the scenes, behind the scenes, director's cuts. So. Yeah, it's like movie within a movie. Like Kevin Sorbo plays Jan Van Hammer, who plays Sal Bando. Mm-hmm. It's almost yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. playing the Australian guy in Tropic yeah, Thunder, who that's... played the black guy. It's yeah. like a yeah, you know. pretty comparable. Even though in the intro credits they credited everybody with their movie name, but in the end credits they. Only half the characters had movie names, and the other half were actually credited to the actor. So yeah. It, it, the nomenclature behind everything was kind of strange. Yeah, like at the end, it was like Kevin Sorbo as Pool Boy, but it didn't say Pool Boy slash Jan Van Hammer. It just said Pool Boy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's Make well, about as much sense as like half of the things that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the movie... Yeah. It really, Why am I trying to rationalize yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really weird movie. I... I don't know. I like it. It's stupid and it's dumb, but sometimes I just like stupid dumb movies, and I and I love stupid dumb action movies from the eighties, like Miami Connection. This is like if Miami Connection, like never like it wasn't out, and then somebody made like a making of thing, and you only had like production footage and shit, uh-huh. and that's what this is like Miami Connection almost like in the sense of, like it was never seen and. They own, but the Miami Connection was a full movie and not production footage and boom mics everywhere and this is kind of mocking that style. Uh, previously when we did FDR American Badass, it's not so much like this. It's more of just a movie about FDR who mm-hmm. is in a wheelchair because he got polio from being bit by a werewolf <laughs> and he hates werewolves. Uh, he's glad his cack still works. He mentions that lots in the movie. Okay. He's like, my cack. I hope my cack still works. <laughs> and uh, he's played by the guy, I don't know, he was Barry on... Bostwick? Yeah, Barry Bostwick. I was looking him. at the cover of it. Yeah. What was he on? Spin City, right? He was the mayor. Barry Bostwick was a lot of different... I thought he was the mayor on yeah. Spin City. He was City. like Charlie's Angels, too, at some point, right? And know. he was in... We did um, the Bernie's, too. He was it's in... Thing, what's you call it? That. Rocky Horror Picture Show? No? Was I that Barry so. Bostwick? I don't know. Tim Curry? No. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> so about all I remember from Rocky Horror Picture Show. The other Tim guy. Curry. Besides not Janet's husband... I don't know. I don't know. Can't anyway. help you. I've never. I've only seen the movie a couple times, so I'm not one of those <laughs> crazy Rocky horror people that want to. Not even like, when Meatloaf comes out. Go out to the to uh, you know theater and reenact it with everybody. I got to learn how to play the sax. <laughs> there like, you go. I like it. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just not one of those <laughs> people that are like crazy. Yeah, not like pe- getting defense. Like, this, well, I like it. I war movie. <laughs> but anyway. When we first started watching this, too, I wasn't like, well, we told you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't too pumped, because the, I mean, the initial, you get some theme music by Steel Panther, very ridiculous fake 80s band that uh, is around nowadays, and they're just silly, and the song is like, it's, it's, like, just, it's just weird, because none of their other songs are like that. A lot of their songs are about, like, banging chicks and stuff like that, 80s type of things. Yeah. And you, know, you know what it reminded me of? <coughs> 
his poor version of the orgasmo theme song. Kind of like, now you're a man, 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 man. Except about sucking donkeys. Yeah, spots. this was like, the trainer has this, the it, trainer like has you, disappeared. It's the like if you took uh, DVDA, which is the tray in Matt's band, mm-hmm. and you took Wesley Willis, and you mm-hmm. combined it all together. Because like Wesley Willis had the suck my dog's dick song. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me <laughs> of that, I guess. Chronic so. schizophrenia. But yeah, this movie is a, it's a movie within a movie, and uh, it's just so, it's ridiculous. It's so very blatantly racist. That's one reason why the movie, quote-unquote, was never seen or released, <laughs> because of uh, racially insensitive. Except in Germany. Except in Germany. Yeah. In every other country, for obvious reasons, <laughs> well, Germany kept it. Uh, Pool Boy 1 was destroyed by whalers, never to be seen by any human eyes. I forgot about that. Uh, it was uh, made by, well, we said Ross Patterson, but his character, St. James Street James, and he made this movie when he was 10 years old, because his dad was a film producer or yeah. something like that. So yeah, he made this movie when he was 10, and uh, that's how he uh, looks so young and ravishing with his uh, awesome eye, eye patch. patch. Like a furry eye patch. And he has some just ridiculous lines throughout the movie as he's explaining things. Like, just so many things. Just, like, the straight class hold the gay. Like, slow lines like that that doesn't make any sense. And he's, like, shows his, like, a hole where his eye is. And he's like, do with that, America. And then it just cuts. And it's like, and then he has this woman, Peters. Yeah. Miss Peters. His assistant. His assistant. She he makes was, him rolled up lunch meat. Yeah, and she just, like, says stuff. She's like, she says a panda makes... crawled the tree. Yes. <laughs> like, non sequiturs. Just yeah. really weird and random. Vacant, vacant stare. I'm surprised at one point she didn't walk across the screen with, like, her boobs out. Yeah, that's true. There were like, boobs. A lot of boobs. A lot of boobs in this movie. A lot of dicks. There, yeah, more dicks than I cared to see, even that I'm was, a woman. It was the same dick, though. Just it was the same dick. In different costume. Never three, even wanted to see the one. You only saw it three times. I never wanted to see it. The one Remember time it was kind of dark, was. so you couldn't see the, it as much. The first time, you could you could see the membrane from his skirt Ooh, like, stuck to that log he was sitting on. It was fanned out like a bat ring. <laughs> you killed Corey. <laughs> no. You, yeah, there were, like, some non-essential dick pics yeah. in that. It was, uh, pr- pretty... And then wonky boobs. I think the wonky boobs offended me more than the dicks in it. Dick in it. Well, then you got, like, regular boobs later at the pool party. Yeah. Those girls had just, like, boobs. We're fighting with lobsters. We're fighting with lobsters. <laughs> and then that other girl that was just in the background. Yeah, just with boobs out. Yeah. There were, like... And I... the Asian boobs in the beginning. They weren't weird. Yeah, that's true. Asian, I, other than Asian the boobs. fact that they were momentarily clothed and then unclothed and then yeah. clothed again every time you went back for a different shot. Yeah. But that's kind of how this movie was. I feel like there was almost so much stuff in it. Like, as I was watching it, I think I felt like, this is awful. When is it going to end? And then, like, it would make me laugh so hard that <laughs> yeah. I would, like, cry. It is, it's, so I don't it is know. like that, though. It's, it's like a love-hate thing. You're watching this bad movie, and it's bad on purpose, and it's bad bad and then but then it's funny because it's just so ridiculous and then they say funny things well the main gist of the movie is that vietnam veteran sal bando played by kevin sorbo who plays jan van hammer the fake actor <laughs> is tortured by his past as a he is a pool boy he returns home um to van nuys california in a co- to a country he doesn't recognize in which it seems only mexicans run pool cleaning companies bando sets off on a mission to reclaim the glory of the white man and pool cleaning because his best friend in Nam that we saw in the beginning so dream was to become a pool cleaner and own a pool cleaning company and bang those sweet white women while their husbands were at yeah. work. Yeah, I, I love the overdubbing of any black person's voice yeah. for whatever reason. They would always like, and then they'd just be like, "Oh yeah, won't do that." Uh huh. <laughs> like just like I'm gonna I'm gonna make that pool cleaning company. <laughs> just like, Unnecessary overdubbing for whatever reason. Like, oh, we lost the audio here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't that happen for the wife, too, at one point? Yeah. It was like the, a female character yeah, that happened Yeah, his for. wife. When, uh, I like the one guy's name. It was like Bucktown Sweatback. <laughs> or Sweetback. I, I think don't it was know. Sweetback. Was it Sweetback? I couldn't remember. I'm sure you wrote it down. I think that was uh, Mark Curry's character's actor's name. Yeah, Mark Curry of Hanging with Mr. Cooper fame. Oh my god! Is in this movie. Lots I of. I didn't even realize that's who that was. Yeah, a Holy lot of shit. a lot of weird cameos. You got 
That and um, Jason Mewes, Danny Trejo, uh, the girl played Jan Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. Yeah, still making Jan faces. Yeah, uh, you recognize that guy from The Burbs, and I wouldn't recognize that at all. It was weird. Because he's older, and it's like, still, I got it once you said it, but like it. That's the only thing I remembered him from, because he creeped me out in that movie. He's like the creepy ginger neighbor. And he's, he was the one, other than, the, like, murdering old people that scared me the worst because he was fucking weird looking. But, yeah, he's in this doing rails. Yeah, uh, Al Borland is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Richard something, right? I don't know. I don't know his real name. No, <laughs> sad. Nobody knows that guy's real name. He Didn't he host, like, a fucking family feud for a long time? He co-hosted that one home improvement show. Wait, I thought I knew who you were talking about, but I don't think I do now. Al Borland. Oh, oh, Al. What's his real name? Oh, God. Richard Kern. Yeah, I would never fucking know that. Kern. Richard, Richard Kern. Kern. Yeah. Who well, knows uh, that? Yeah, nobody knows his real name. He's just Al Borland. But he and he had, like, puka shell necklace yeah. on. Yeah, and a Hawaiian shirt, and he came in with shotguns blazing. <laughs> like, like... There's just so many random people in this movie and random, like, things like that. I mean, Kevin Sorbo alone, like we were discussing earlier today, he did, like, everybody just knows him as Hercules. Yeah. Like, I couldn't name anything else. No, not one thing. I could, I thought, I could try to think of a sci-fi show he was on, and I kept thinking it was Stargate, one of the Stargate shows, but I was wrong. It was Andromeda. Oh. It was a syndicated sci-fi show that ran for, like, probably Yeah, like I remember hearing about it, but I don't yeah, I never, never watched that show. I never watched it, and I remember a movie when we were younger, it was called Cole the Conqueror, and it was him and Tia Carrera in it. Oh, my God. And it was, I, I don't even remember anything really about it, except for I remember him being in it, because Hercules was a big thing at the time. It was uh, pretty popular. It was a ballroom bash. Blitz, Ballroom Blitz. <laughs> Ballroom Blitz. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I bet, I, bet if we, I bet if we watched, like, a, a an episode of Hercules, there were probably some really ridiculous ones we could discuss on here. Oh, my God. Like, some, an episode of that and an episode of Xena. Yeah, I was going to say, because Xena and Hercules were, like, pretty on par. Wasn't there, like, they a crossed line over. This? Yeah, where he was like, I haven't done a gay thing in my life, or yeah. whatever he said. I, wasn't her like, show, like, a spin-off of Hercules? Yeah, yeah. she was on Hercules, okay. and then he, yeah. uh, that... Because, yeah. like, if they were so matched, there was a lot of, like, lesbo erotica on Xena. I think people just alluded to that because she had that, like, girl sidekick. So Gabrielle? People, so people were just like, she's a lesbian. Guys, I never And then seen. a lot of lesbians apparently like Xena. Well, I thought there was, like, the homoerotic thing, the joke he makes in this movie, I thought was in reference to Hercules, but I wasn't What sure. did he say? I don't know. He's there like, were a lot I've of homoerotic done, jokes. Like, I've never done a... A homoerotic thing in my life, or something like that. It was just something like that in passing in this movie, and I was like, "Who was probably about Hercules?" <laughs> Me, yeah, maybe was that like a homoerotic show? That's I don't remember it being like that. I remember just. I was just thinking I if it paralleled the type of show that Xena I mean, was. I never watched it religiously. I just it was just uh, it was a syndicated show, so I just it was like I watched it sometimes. Like yeah. Baywatch was kind of like that. Like I'm sure there were people that watched every episode of Baywatch, but I think that to me that was just a show that. Boobs, boobs, and then like, because <laughs> it was, a, and then like, or it was just like, hey, I'm just gonna watch this. This is a silly. It's a dumb, dumb syndicated show. Like, there's a million of those. We could probably watch an episode from every single show like that. Uh-huh. They're all VIP, like that. Come on, that show is just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Just this, I never saw that show. I just, I just always wonder how some of these shows got made. Like, were these they all syndic- on Fox? Either it's either Fox. <laughs> WGN or yeah. UPN. WB, no. Yeah, and they were just, like, syndicated, cr- like, crap. Also, like, Young Hercules with Ryan Gosling. That was a thing? Yeah, so he was Young Hercules. Was it, like, a spin-off? Like, a, a prequel It show? was around the same, was, I mean, like, they took place Indiana at the same Jones. time. Yeah, and Ryan Gosling, it was on for, like, ten years. He was Hercules? Yeah, he was Young Hercules. What? 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 Yeah. He's not even, like... Big. They used to like spray him. He was like a little scrawny. He was guy. scrawny. He was a kid. He was young. He's Hercules. still scrawny. He, I, but yeah. Hercules was half god, so yeah. But like, yeah, right. If you look at Kevin Sorbo. He's like, Wah. even in the cartoon, he's like, Wah. I don't think kids what thought the, about it. Whatever, man. It wasn't Kevin Sorbo. Okay, Ryan Gosling is not as good as Kevin Sorbo. Well. We'll just get back on track, back on topic to the movie here. How is it not on topic? Some woman in the room here. I I, I would I would like to see a remake of Drive 
with Kevin Sorbo Ooh, in the title. I'd watch that. See? Oh, my God. See? And, uh, I don't know, other Brian Gosling movies. The Notebook with Kevin Sorbo. Oh. Yeah. Even better. Let's just, start re- let's just start remaking every Ryan Gosling movie. I'm sure Kevin Sorbo would love that. Kevin okay. Sorbo. Can pay his, finally, I can, I can pay his eat rent. this week. Yeah. I'm sure he has plenty of money saved from the Hercules days and... <laughs> Pool boy, enough to care. I don't think anybody probably made any money doing this movie because <laughs> I, they. I think they might have lost money. Yeah, yeah. probably just did it as a favor. Like, hey, let's be. It, it looked like they shot it all in a single afternoon. Oh yeah, yeah. And and but it's always fun when people do stuff like that because it's like sometimes you just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Like people sometimes when like Machete comes out. And the new one just came out. And people are like, why would Mel Gibson and Sofia Vergara and all these people yeah. be in this crap? Well, because sometimes you just want to have fun. You can not make a whole lot of money and just hang out with fun people for, like, a month. Yeah. Or in and just that have... case, you could make a, quite a bit of money. Yeah, but, like, even if, even if you weren't, even if you took a pay cut to just be in some shitty, just fun, stupid movie. Yeah. Like, 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 nobody nobody complains about high-profile actors doing really small, independent films. No, but when it's, like, something silly, yeah. it's like, why... This, w- this one's artsy. Or, like, or like when anytime that anybody's in, like, a kid's movie or something, like... <laughs> a lot of times they suck, but it's like... What are you doing, Ice Cube? Yeah, you know, like... like Dave Matthews. <laughs> but, like, somebody's just like, okay, I have kids, and my kids thought it, like would love to see me in Scooby-Doo. Or, like, Yogi Bear. Though not everybody in Yogi Bear was in it because kids. T.J. Miller is in it, and I don't really oh, understand gosh. why. That... He, he went to the audition dressed as a ranger and uh, brought terrifying. a bear with him. Well, didn't uh, Robert they, Rodriguez... Build that whole like sound stage just to make the Spy Kids movies for his kids. Yeah, he made the Spy Kids movies. Any that Shark Boy, Lava Girl. Yeah, there's nothing like. I mean, sometimes you just gotta do stuff like, like I mean, even like Ben Affleck. He's gonna play Batman, and like I'm sure who wouldn't want to play Batman. But one thing it's like that's like my kids like are like yes, my dad's gonna be Batman. Yeah. Like how fucking cool is that for like to be that dad and be like yeah, I'm Batman. As long as it's not like yeah, I was Daredevil. Because okay. we just want to forget that that happened. Yeah, I, just, I was Val Kilmer I was recently, I was listening Batman. to How Did This Get Made, and they were talking about Daredevil and how the, there's a director's cut, and they took a bunch of, like, the romance stuff out, and they added in, like, 30, it's, like, 30 minutes longer, but they took stuff out. Now you can see Daredevil And apparently, like, it's actually, like, a halfway decent movie. Because, <laughs> like, none of the actors are all that terrible. I don't remember it's the It's just a poorly it. written movie, and it just kind of doesn't... Isn't he it's, blind? Yeah. He's no. an, I love Daredevil. I think I love that comic. The Frank Miller ones from the uh, late 80s, early 90s. I love, fucking love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith wrote Daredevil. Ben Affleck wrote Daredevil. That's like why they were like, hey, want to play Daredevil? Because he wrote <laughs> Daredevil comics. Oh, ben so Affleck. It's kind of, I was watching Jersey Girl the other night. Oh my God. I love that movie. I just love, well, you love Kevin Smith. I do love Kevin Smith. So maybe like it taints my, like, Appreciation for the movie, view is but I like it's. it's <laughs> oh, my view is askew. Oh. But I like the. I, I don't have problems with that movie. I think it's like it's a romantic comedy, and people were like, eh, J Lo, Ben Affleck. Yeah, she dies in the beginning, and yeah, she's not spoilers. seen again. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> she's she not even in the rest of the movie. And George Carlin is great in that movie. And it's like the like last dad, movie, right? It's the last movie George Carlin did, and he's great in it. Yeah, as I his did like dad. Jersey Girl. Yeah, and Liv Tyler's awesome. I just and, always love Ben Affleck. I don't care. Like I don't care about anybody. Like, he's done some a couple stinkers. Like I was obsessed with him when I was younger. Reindeer Games. And, <laughs> Because his, name, like his name's like games. Rudolph, Rudy in that movie, and that's why it's called Reindeer <laughs> Games. That's why the movie's called Reindeer Games. I don't like Reindeer Games. His name's Rudy. Rudolph. <laughs> With Charlize Theron. Yeah. What was another one? Paycheck. That was kind of like a little... Uh, it was a John Woo oh. movie, too. Wait, with... Um... It was like time travel and stuff, and Uma Thurman. Yeah, I saw that, but I don't remember Like, he left it. clues for himself... And like, like figure it out. I was just thinking that. <laughs> like time travel. I don't know. Anyways, we're way off topic. We're talking about Ben Affleck. But we're all like one thing I did learn from this movie is that <coughs> excuse me, Will Smith killed Pat Morita just so he could remake the Karate Kid for yeah. his kid. Today that bastard oh. can't even believe. And I like how well there are so many racist moments in this movie. Where they were making fun of Mexicans and the and the Vietnamese and 
They, well, he kept calling, when he was in Vietnam, he kept calling any Vietnamese persons in the Sidewinders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard that, like, slur before. <laughs> it was clearly, like, refer. And then he was like, yeah, and you're always eating dogs and cats, and your driving sucks, too. Just, yeah. like, one after another. Just blatant racism. Yeah, I'm like, uh, what's this, oh, what's the, uh, what's the difference between a Mexican and an elevator? Oh, yeah. An elevator can raise its, raise a child. Yes. <laughs> There's that one. What was the one where, like, they kill that Mexican guy and he's in the pool, they flop him into the pool, and he's like, no, that's what I call a wetback. Yeah. I was like, whoa. There's someone someone where I was just like, you still do that white person thing where you're like, okay to laugh, or I don't know. And then, I like when he was in Vietnam before he came back, and then he got that letter from his wife. Oh, yeah. I didn't say, like, something about she... She misses you. She misses something. you, and by she, I mean my pussy. Yeah, and, and there was a stick person. It, was an, it said she, and there was an arrow drawn to the crotch. Yeah, oh, with a wig on, or like a hair on it, yeah. a stick person. I like the memo from the big wall. It's just so stupid, it's funny. I like the memo from the beginning where I was like, the war is over, the president of the United States, or whatever, just a slip of paper. Because <laughs> it is like war movies, they just hand someone a piece of paper. Yeah, the war is like over. Official. But the war was ended just right before the guy died. Like, he couldn't didn't even have to die. Who yeah. would have waited like a few minutes? They were just like having a normal dialogue and bullets were like flying by, CGI yeah. bullets. And the kidding like stuff, and they like show like the guy throwing the bucket of blood on him. It's like yeah. it's supposed to be like poorly made. Yeah. There's constant boom mics. You see people in the mirrors all the time. Mm-hmm. One at one point, Jan Van Hammer, uh, Kevin Sorbo, he walks into the house. And you see St. James Street James as a child with hookers on the couch <laughs> doing <laughs> coke, and he's like, "Oh, we're shooting today," and he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "I'm gonna do some blow," and he's like. All right, only three lines. <laughs> this kid, he's just so like unbelievable. And I liked his uh, before he comes back to the states. He has that whole like monologue about getting addicted to heroin and then having to kick it cold turkey and yeah. like sweating and vomiting. <laughs> sweating and vomiting. I'd have to be here for thirteen years. And they're just showing all this like stock footage. I mean, this movie's full of stock footage. Vietnam shows stock footage. Anytime they're driving on a highway, they kept showing that same, like, highway scene with that, like, Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. And then one of and the Mexican guys he kills is like, I don't want to die in stock footage. <laughs> and then the car explodes. Yeah. And that almost reminded one. me of Troma. They always use, like, the same car explosion in, like, 12 <laughs> of their movies. Like, they filmed it once, and it made sense because it's that car. But in other movies, they, like, didn't have that same car. But it's, like, this car and it goes off where all it hits and it's like they had this money to do this one giant stunt and then they just use that same footage <laughs> so never, many times. We'll never know. <coughs> and I did like the part where he goes to the wrong house. Yeah. It's obviously fake but like they played off as real like he goes to the house to tell the woman his wife died and she even like says the exact same things as the lines that He's supposed to be saying with like I thought they had regulations at this job, so things like this wouldn't happen. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Vietnam doesn't have regulations, and she's like, Vietnam, motherfucker works at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? It was like on the gr- or the the fry grill or whatever, the fry team or something. Yeah, and yeah, I like how she's like they have regulations, like something <laughs> like that. Just so. Ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. And then his when his wife and his kid uh, get murdered, Brian Callen plays this pool boy who... Uh, Brian Callen, you might know from Mad TV, and he's on Joe Rogan's podcast like all the fucking time, so if you listen to that, he's always on there. But he plays a Mexican pool, pool boy whose van gets stolen by uh, Kevin Sorbo, and he ends up murdering his wife and kid. Well, he has a kid... But he's been gone for like twenty four years. But the 25. kid was born on a leap year, so he's technically twenty four. But twenty four minus whatever is six. Yep. I don't know. So, so he looks like a, a six six year old, but he's twenty four. That's why the neighbor could have sex with yeah, him. Yeah, that neighbor having sex joke I didn't understand because I forgot about the beginning part, and I was like, this is still sick. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. But that's why she was able to get into culinary school because she had sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a foundation set up in his name. Does that make sense? No, that's <laughs> Just tell him sense. that you bald him. 
balls. But then when he goes to the pool, it's just dummies floating in the pool, and he grabs like the pool net and like <laughs> scoops their like butts. an arm floating. <laughs> <laughs> one of the first the body was like a body of like an old balding man dummy or something yeah like a little kid. and then he uh he crap I can't remember what I was gonna say he um the pool oh so thinking, thinking about the thing breaking uh the, you're talking about the arm breaking yeah. earlier in the movie the shotgun breaks he's like double oh, shotgunning yeah. and shooting and, and then the, the shot comes off of one of them <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he's trying to revive. He's like gonna revive his kid, and he's like, "No, you're you're way too little. You're clearly dead. What am I wasting my time for?" And then he starts like trying to revive his wife. Starts making out with her. Rips her shirt open. Takes a couple Polaroids, and then he starts essentially going to bang her. But then they end up not showing. Like that massaging part. her boobs. Yeah, trying to get her to yeah, come like, back to no. CPR. <laughs> this is a, is a good. Oh, and that girl's from something too. Like, the one that played his wife, she had been in, um, what's the one with, uh, oh god, Reese Witherspoon, Legally Blonde, but she played one of her friends, but then when she was younger, it was like in, like, Beekman's World, or something? What? I do remember that show, but I don't... Wasn't that a show like... What was his wife's name? I don't remember. Rita? Maybe. Was his wife's name Rita? I don't know, I don't remember. And then, more recently... She was on, like, Weeds or something, or some HBO show. Oh, no, this is, uh, Jane Brady, I found. Never mind. Uh, one weird thing, what was their obsession with, like, uh, Sidney Moncrief? Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. It had to be about. some kind of inside joke. It was weird, though, like, what a weird, like, NBA reference. Yeah. And then, like, they, he shows up at the end, but it's not really him. Yeah. Uh, it could have been, like, they could, I guess, maybe really got him, but it wasn't. I looked it up on here, some guy... Well, it's like, that guy's pretty skinny to have been in the NBA. There's some, like, skinnier guys in the NBA. Yeah. Nobody in the NBA is, like, fucking huge. I know. Like, they're, they're this isn't the like Monsters. This isn't Space Jam, <laughs> where, like, the Monsters are, like... Weird enough, when, uh, right before Halloween, I was at Best Buy, and they had, like, a horror section. And in the horror movie, like, special Halloween movie section was Space Jam. So scary. And it wasn't put there like somebody did as a joke. Well, maybe one of the workers did. But, like, the tag was there and everything. Uh, it wasn't like, Halloween, oh, somebody just placed it over here because they were, like, being silly or they just didn't want to buy it. Like, it was legitimately placed next to, like, other kids, like, Hocus Pocus <laughs> and, like, Char- or Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin and then like Space Jam. That is weird. Like, oh, that's a weird. I mean, it's not Halloween themed. It's got to be terrifying. Face a bunch it, of cartoons. It is. It is a crazy. It's terrifying. They thought. do steal basketball players' souls. Yeah. I mean, the scariest part is was Michael Jordan playing baseball. <laughs> that was the scariest, <laughs> scariest part of that, that movie. That was scary for everyone. When what was with the uh, random Schweppes ad? Yeah, the, and then there was that like, like "Don't Drink and Drive" ad too. The P. PSA that was, yeah. like, spliced in there. I don't know. The Schweppes thing was really weird. Like, nothing like drinking a cold Schweppes when your wife and kid just got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and they look at the camera, and it's like... Well, Schweppes and it are... cuts to the Schweppes being poured in a glass. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Schweppes okay with that? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, I was also thinking about... They had a total of, like, two licensed songs in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, did they actually pay for these songs? <laughs> the songs they just they put were... them in the movie? Yeah. What was the one, Dance Hall Days? Um, yeah. Dance uh, Hall Days. Yeah. yeah. It just reminded me used, of playing Vice City. They used that song a lot. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too, the licensing on, like, the actual 80s songs. I was like, wait, Missing that's... that cost too much. Yeah. To get the rights to whatever. To get those. Uh, I like when he was also in the garage sharpening stuff. And he's having, like, the visions of his wife, and she's like, yeah, that's why I hated you, because you're always sharpening things. <laughs> and, then his ki- and then his kid is like, thanks, oh, hey, Dad, you want to play catch? Oh, yeah, we can't, because I'm dead. Now i got to go play catch with Hitler. <laughs> and then Hitler's like, later on, he's like, your kid sucks at baseball. <laughs> As he's playing the saxophone in, like, an alley, it looked like to be, like, a makeshift alleyway, yeah. with a swastika on the, the like, door. wall. That was just really... The saxophone thing is like a very 80s thing. They have like yeah. a sax. It reminded me of Lost Boys. Oh. In the opening, there's that guy, the big muscly guy with yeah. long hair playing the sax. That's so a very 80s thing. And then his wife was getting a lap dance from a clown. 
That was terror. I, I'm not even afraid of clouds, but that was weird. And then the clown ended up coming back into play when he paints his van as clown. Um, what's it called? The only raping Tootin' Timmy, the op- only raping cr- clown in town. And he meant to say rapping. <laughs> but forgot the P. But forgot the P. He forgot! Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Ross Patterson playing the character. He uh, he doesn't play, in FDR he doesn't play as many characters, but he plays like this like southern... <coughs> this like southern uh, Republican senator that they're trying to get the vote for in the south and... He's like, he doesn't understand that, like, because he's like, on the thing it said repube. And he just keeps saying about he's a repube. And it's like a whole, he's like a whole, he's like, I do declare. He's like one of those type of southern characters. It's very over the top, just like all of his characters in this. Yeah. But Toot and Timmy was ridiculous. He's like, he's like, we were, he's like, why'd you come out of another man's house at nine in the morning? Because he gets pulled over by the police because they're looking for the pool boy. And... He goes, well, we were just rock climbing in there. <laughs> and he's like, and by rock climbing, I mean sex. And then the two police officers were like, yeah, we like to rock climb too. Can we do rock? We should all rock climb together. That guy was so cool. And then, yeah, like, he's so cool. And then he's like, you want to hear a rap? And they're like, sure. And he's like, my name is Timmy and I'm the best. Who wants anal? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! Big laugh. It's just, it's just so ridiculous. Cause like he actually thought he was gonna like do some sort of rap and part so. of the like mentality. I think like the just the mindset of this movie reminded me of t- watching Tim and Eric. Just like the yeah, random kind of. ass, like just stuff that pops up, and I'm like, a little, a little less random, less though. weird, yeah, definitely. Because it's less like this weird. actually has, like, a story. yeah, this actually, <laughs> even though it's like a couple different stories, like yeah. there is like stories. Like, I could definitely see those parts. Of, like, there's a couple times in FDR too where it's like, okay, this is like just like a guy pooping into a jar because <laughs> they're celebrating FDR's win, and he said that's how he celebrates it. But that's like a, a party it's a weird party. like Tim and Eric like thing to do. Yeah. It's just like stuff like that. And I mean, it, it's it was some weird like I don't know, just just uh, weird. Well, they, remember the guy? What did he throw? A cigarette and let, lit that stage that yeah, boom my operator oh, yeah. on fire. And that's one of, honestly one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is when he lights the boom guy on fire, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? But then they interview the pool the um, the boom mic guy, and the boom mic guy is played by Nick Thune. Who is a really funny comedian? So, and I just love his scene how he's now doing um, recordings of tennis. Yeah. <laughs> for sleep aid yeah. audio. He's progress. like, I think I got enough for today. He's like, Oh yeah, make fun of the burn vic. Oh man. Just like a weird. I don't know. I just I don't know why I think that part is so funny. And uh, yeah, and then there's like the naked guy. There's the naked chicks everywhere. There's. Just over racist overdubbing, overdubbing everywhere. There's uh, when he kills all the Mexicans all the time. He, he has the pool like net with like blades yeah. on the end. It's it's like a battle axe made yeah. out of a pool net. Yeah, the blood is super CGI. I, oh like, yeah, weird. it's almost like it was done like MS Paint or something. Yeah, it's just like real. Or one time the cop is holding the picture and it's a drawn hand and that was literally <laughs> done in like MS Paint. It was MS Paint. <laughs> yeah, and had, like the picture of the cop showing him something. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was a drawing hand. <laughs> like, just like so <laughs> random. This movie is just like one of the most random movies. Like, he like has the whole quinceanera planned for the Mexicans when they get there. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, my son died before he was 15, so you never know if he wanted to be a little girl. It's some sort of half thing. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's just so, just so unbelievably random. And all the, anytime anybody picked up the phone, the phone kept ringing. ringing yeah. <laughs> kept ringing. And that was also really weird. I also like the part where he's doing another montage and hey, uh, Betsy Ross talks to him. Yeah. She's like, I didn't stitch this flag from Mexico. <laughs> just all these like. Buffering oh. off the spick and span thing off the pool, old yeah. pool cleaner, Mexican pool cleaner. Yeah, guy. and he has this business montage where he's taking over the, the turf. Of the uh, Mexicans. Um, and another ridiculous part of this movie is when they add in new sex scenes. Oh, yeah. And that's when they show the naked guy because uh, whoever was putting this movie out wanted more gratuitous nudity. And uh, so they had the naked guy multiple times, which uh, Gina loved. Mm. And then they had these sex scenes that went on forever. 
And he's just like, and he had to play him because Kevin Sorbo's character wouldn't do it. No nudity nudity clause. Even though there was no So he had to play him, and he's just like... (coughs) It's just like these typical, like, porn scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, I'm just making a pie. Let's fuck. Just, like, stuff like that. And then she's having sex with him. The grandpa's, like, in the room watching. (laughs) That part was really weird. Yeah, and he's like, I won't let you down, sir. You've done a lot for this country. He's like a vet. And then... He walks into the kitchen in, like, a business suit with a briefcase, which doesn't make any sense. And then she's blending <laughs> bowl of mashed potatoes with dildos on the end. And, and like, you almost think that nobody's going to say anything about it. And then he just goes, why are you making mashed potatoes with dildos? And she's like, well, I gave the... The spinners the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, to the... The beaters. Yeah, the beaters to the Goodwill or... And, this is all I have. The kids are going to be home soon. And then he takes him and he just goes, and then just dildos like flopping around. He's like, dude, like pushing him in. It's just like so fucking weird. It's just like such a goofy, oh just an unbelievably goofy guy. Uh, but yeah, the neighbors come over at one point and have a pool party. That was really funny. That was a uh, guy had the cheese and there was a flaming wheel of cheese. They had Gouda. Yeah. They had Gouda. That's why the Mexican guy was so pumped. Uh, we also learned that codes for sex are uh, lemonade and rhubarb pie. Yeah. If you're offering somebody that, you're uh, you want some sex. <laughs> and also that uh, Sal Bando, the pool boy, does not take sloppy seconds. Uh, Even from his own son. No. Just not Jan Brady's. Life. And then they all laughed for like five minutes yeah. at the pool party when they killed the uh, valet. Yeah. They just laughed. And that girl with her jugs out, I was just like, whoa, because there's a lot of reverberation happening yes, in there. Yes, yes. like, whoa. Lots of boobs shaking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did like the one thing, I did like they mentioned how Danny Trejo's character invented uh, passing, uh, selling roses at bars and oh, restaurants. Yeah. And, uh, and it made me think how stupid that always is. Anytime you're anywhere and you see that. Yeah, and body's tap. And how you're like... Yeah, they did used to they do know. it all the time when we used to go this there. This lady used to come yeah. in all the time. And then she yeah. switched it up and they were like weird, like metal ones that were probably made out of like like refurbished Coke cans or something. Like they <laughs> were like painful. It was that was weird because like especially there. Yeah. Like, of all places, like that was like, weird. This place must be packed. Yeah. Like but I had her sold these roses. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. But like it makes you feel like and he's like he's like, Oh, if you don't buy it, you're uh you're cheap and if you do you're just a douchebag, so yeah. you don't get laid either way. <laughs> and it's stupid because like we were um when we were in St. Louis uh, over the summer and we were at a, we we're sitting outside at a restaurant and it was like a bar and we're just we're having a bunch of drinks and stuff and then this guy walking up and down the street was selling them. And, I, and we were, me and Kayla were both like, how, like, stupid, like, who buys these? It's like a rip-off. You've had to pay, like, $10, and what, so you can look cool? Chad's uh, brother-in-law always <laughs> used to buy his wife, like, roses from wherever, like, if there's some weirdo selling them. It's always some weird guy, and they're just so, like, him. overly priced, and, like, yeah. you only, the only people you ever see doing it is, like, clearly, like, somebody that's on, like, a first date. Yeah. Or something like that. You I've know gotten I mean? a roast from, like, a yeah, first date that they were just selling. It was, like, Valentine's, and then, like, I clearly knew that they were just, like, a dollar, like, just to buy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's not like, ooh, thank you. It's so thoughtful. Yeah. Like, I just watched you do that, so, and I mean, I know... I know that they're everywhere in here. Enough last-minute gifts. Yeah, and then at the <laughs> end, uh, Jan Van Hammer dies... Uh, the actor get, dies, and they have to get a stand-in. It was Jason Mewes, but he can't have lines because he's not part of SAG because he's just a stand-in. And then he gets kicked out because he couldn't mi- imitate oh, yeah. a SAG actor, actor or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. It was just really silly. And yeah, it's like starting to get some kind of like meth face situation happening. Oh, he something got. He has a upper like the front dentures. That's okay. why his face looks like that. Something's because of doing crack. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah. There you go. I think, do I think it, actually I Jason Mewes is now four or five years sober. How old is he? They, yeah, they were I, doing, I read something They started about a him. podcast because of it, like, to get, like, to start make doing, it was called, like, uh, Jane Silent Bob Get Old. And each episode they would, like, for the first, like, 20 episodes was him telling the story about Basically, when he was fucked up and why he wasn't around anymore, yeah, and everything that happened, and it was really crazy. And then the the podcast essentially became a way to like keep him sober, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, I think it's four years now, like Damn. sober. 
But he was, like, really fucked up. And he obviously fucked up to enough where he had to get front dentures. That's why his face looks kind of weird. Yeah. Because he didn't, doesn't have his actual teeth anymore right there. Yeah. He is. That is bizarre. Yep. Um, I did like that there's a whole this other subplot with this Russian guy, uh, Gary Newman, who <laughs> is in a wheelchair and he's basically like Stephen Hawking, except for he calls Stephen Hawking like a cocksucker. <laughs> He is that robot voice. And he has the robot voice, like, ha, ha, ha. I always like how they, on, like, shows that Stephen Hawking is on, they credit Stephen Hawking. <laughs> like, they could have got anybody to come yeah. in. Like, anything. They could have just made that on the computer. But, like, mm-hmm. like on anytime he's on Simpsons or Futurama, it says Stephen Hawking as himself. Bonsai Buddy. Yeah, yeah, Bonsai Buddy, <laughs> the purple monkey on the computer back in, like, the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can make it and be like, ha, 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 Yeah, we ha, used ha, to, like, I think we used to just be like, F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-F-U-
it's just weird. And, like, Thanksgiving was another one. Like, he just thought it was the dumbest fucking thing. I was like, what the fuck? It's a fucking movie about a killer turkey. <laughs> like, what did you think? What did you think we were going to watch? But then we, I think we watched Orca, the killer whale movie. And he loved the shit out of that movie. And that movie is fucking horrible. Like, it's like Jaws. Yeah. But, like, like n- there's no redeeming values. Yeah. We saw you, you see, like, a whale fetus, like, plop out and die, and it's, like, gross and, like... We saw the, like, well, we saw about that in that one Blackfish movie. They talk they about, Orca? about Orca? Uh-huh. Wow. They did. It's bad. It's just a bad mm-hmm. movie. They're like, this movie thinks Orcas are bad. They're not. That's uh, pretty much the an- extent of it. Another movie we watched, too, was, like, a Day of the Dolphin, about dolphins that were being trained. <laughs> and then these, pe- these people take the, they, these terrorist groups, they, they control the dolphins, and they want them to kill the president with a bomb on them. Oh, no. But, like, the dolphins kind of talk, and they're like, meh. <laughs> but like half the movie is like a just like you're watching like this inf- information about dolphins. It's just really weird. I don't know. It's it was a, a George C. Scott was in it. Like, Why? I was like, Day of the Dolphin. Like, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like dolphins were like murdering the pre- trying oh, to murder the president. But it was just like he was on a boat and they were like controlled him to like Dice. put a bomb on the dolphin. No. Just dumb. I don't know, man. That sounds dumb. <laughs> but the description sounds awesome when you like see like dolphins are being controlled cool. to try to kill the president. You're like, that sounds awesome. It sounds ridiculous. Dolphins that can talk. That's a dangerous territory, I guess. Okay. We we've entered with you in doing this. It's like sometimes like I don't know. Like the next week we're gonna do Mahenborg. We found yes. it. Yes. We we got our hands on some. Is cop- that the trailer we watched some, last yes, week? Yes. Some copies of Manborg. The movie looks like one entire FMV sequence from a Sega CD video game. That's the best way I can describe it. Go out and watch it. Uh, you can find it on your own. It's available to rent on Amazon for like two, three bucks. Uh, we got our hands on a copy of it. So we're gonna watch Manborg next week. It it looks on the same level as Pool Boy. Uh, some ridiculous. It looks like a lot of green screen. Like and it looks like yeah. FMV sequences from Sega CD. I, that I can't. Yeah, it, it think looks of, like the entire movie is green screen. Yeah, it looks absolutely ridiculous. So we're just on some more ridiculous things. Maybe we won't always be so over the top, but usually they're always the best. Like we would like examples. Like you're like, oh, this is what we get ourselves into. Like Shockma. Yeah. Like, it might be cool, like this killer baboon, and it's just like this weird thing with this RPG game, and it's like <laughs> let's just throw a killer baboon. Yeah, into the and mix. it's just like that's what sometimes you get. Like you, the description, even the trailer makes it seem like this, <laughs> and you watch it, and you're like, oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, unexpected. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Sometimes you'll find some gems. Sometimes you find some stinkers. Miami Connection. Miami Connection is a huge gem, <laughs> but uh, so yeah. Go out and watch Pool Boy next week. Manborg, check it out. Find it on your uh, your own means, whatever possible. DVD, Blu-ray, rental, whatever you have to do to see it. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink. It's like a St. James Street James thing. <laughs> wink. <laughs> Hold the gay. Um, yeah. So next week, Manborg, check that shit out. So for B movie break, move. <laughs> it's late. B movie breakdown. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. And we'll see you later. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown.